0: Well, again, thank you so much to all of those who have helped to put our worship service together. Uh, for um, Sharon Cook, who was our liturgist this morning, for our praise team, for our Wesley Choir, for Gary Brubaker, who puts all of our music so wonderfully together. Thank you. Um, as we uh, continue in, in talking about the Sermon on the Mount this morning. Um, the Sermon on the Mount is a collection of teachings from Jesus. Uh, some of them are some of probably his most famous words of wisdom or sayings. Um, and so we're looking at this found in the Gospel of Matthew. Um, so this morning, we'll talk about salt and light, a lot about salt. So would you pray with me? God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, I don't remember how old I was, but when I was younger, um, there became a conversation around my family um, about high blood pressure. I don't remember what the whole reasoning was behind it. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, But high blood pressure runs throughout every part of my family. I hope that's not a HIPAA violation to say that. But anyway. Um, and so we were talking about it. And in my younger self, I, I, I asked, well, how, what causes this? And um, one of the reasons I was told was eating too much salt. And so I took this quite literally and quite seriously, and I would refuse to put salt in or on anything. So even if a recipe called for it, I refused. I mean, it became so much like, I mean, baking chocolate chip cookies, you know, you put like that little pinch of salt. I refuse to do that. I was like, no, we don't put salt in anything. Or if somebody would ask me to pass them the salt at the dinner table, I would just like ignore them. Or I would say, no, no salt. Um, I would just refuse to pass it. I would refuse to use it. I, for, for, for a certain period of time, like salt became like the face of evil for me. Now I am also a huge fan of watching um food shows or cooking shows um you know, some of those competition shows or like Iron Chef or Top Chef or Chopped or um, just to see what creativity comes out and, and what people are doing and, you know, all sorts of things. And one of the things that gets said so often, especially on shows like Top Chef, um, when the judges say, you know, you could have benefited from just a little bit more salt. Salt has so many uses We use it to flavor, we use it to preserve food, we use it for so many things. And the truth is we actually need salt, um, not just for flavoring and not just um, for food, but actually for our body, for our health. Napoleon um, lost soldiers when their wounds wouldn't heal because they had salt deficiencies. There is salt in our sweat in our tears, in our saliva, we have salt in our bodies. And it turns out, if we don't have any salt in our bodies, our, our heart actually stops beating. So it turns out we need salt. Earlier this year, um, on Tuesday afternoon, we had a Bible study um, using the curriculum written by Margaret Feinberg, who wrote our prayer for this morning, um, and it was called Taste and See. It covered food and the Bible, um, what issues of faith and spirituality we find through food and the Bible. And one of the lessons was about salt. Now, um, we tried a variety of different salts. Um, it, as a part of our Bible study. And I think we were all surprised at how many different, different variations there were of salt. Some salts brought out flavor differently. Some things made things saltier, like you would probably expect. But some things made things sweeter. And some had different flavors and different flavor profiles altogether. Now, I'm going to tell you a little secret. This was the most delicious Bible study I have ever done. And it was also um, it was also so fascinating to think about um, all of the ways that we use food um, and how our faith and our life intersect in so many different ways, even in salt. Now the truth is, Too much salt isn't good. Uh, I mean, you've had some of that food where there's too much salt and it's not appetizing. Um, There are health problems that are brought on by too much salt. Too much salt in the soil means plants have a hard time growing. And I mean, too much is just not a good thing. I think that's true about so many things. I mean, even think about it in terms of light light is good it helps plants grow we need light for uh, for vitamins and for energy but too much light or too much sun well that's a problem and so sometimes it's not about not having any but just finding the right amount not enough is not good and too much is not good but when you have just enough just enough I mean, some plants need salt to grow. If you look at the ingredients or the, um, the, uh, I guess the ingredient list on Miracle Grow, don't eat Miracle Grow, it's for plants. But if you look at the list there, salt is one of the things that's in there. Turns out, some is good and sometimes it helps better. In the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus said, You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. Now, Luke talks, in Luke's gospel, Luke talks about salt in a very similar way, but he adds just a little bit. Um, In Luke uh, chapter 14, verses 34 through 35, Luke says, salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is fit neither for the soil nor for the manure pile. It is thrown out. Salt is good, except for when it's not. When is that? How do we know? Now, in Jesus' time, and even still time today, um, salt was a lot about preservation. It was used to help cure foods or meat or fish to be able to store and use longer. I mean, in days before, like refrigeration or freezers, um, it was used to help preserve food. And salt also helps to bring about the best in food. So it makes it taste better. And salt was also used in in fertilizer because the fertilizer salt helped to break down the manure to get ingredients to the plants faster or better. Salt had and has so many uses. I mean, Jesus said, you are the salt of the world or the salt of the earth. But if you think about it, what if he would have said, I mean, you are the manure of the world. Like we probably wouldn't want to hear that. I think that's gross. You are the salt of the earth. What does it mean to be the salt of the earth? And then he says, But what if you lose your saltiness? How do you get it back? Can salt lose its saltiness? Apparently it can. And also, not just it can, but it it can be overwhelmed by other things. So in food, you can miss salt because there's too much of something else. So maybe there's too much pepper or there's too much of another spice or another seasoning. Or maybe there's just not enough of it and it gets overwhelmed. So salt can be overwhelmed. And it can lose its effectiveness if there's too little or too much. Too little won't help the manure get to the plant, the nutrients get to the plants. Too much, the same thing. So can it lose its saltiness? Yes, and it becomes ineffective. You are the salt of the earth. That's what Jesus says. So, how can we be like salt? Helping things to grow, getting getting things what they need to flourish and bloom. And not just things, but people. How do we help people flourish and bloom? Help them to grow. How can we bring about the best in one another, helping the gifts of one another be encouraged and bring about the best flavors? Just enough, but not too much. You are the salt of the earth. Use your saltiness. The Talmud is a collection of Jewish wisdom and writings. Um, and in one of the parts of the Talmud, it says, If someone is suffering and in need, and you can take away one sixtieth of their pain, then that is goodness, and the call to help is from God. If someone is suffering and in need, and you can take away one sixtieth, one over sixty, of their pain, then that is goodness. And the call to help is from God. It doesn't say, if you can take away everyone's pain everywhere, do it. I mean, of course we should do that, right? But that can be overwhelming. It can feel like I can't do anything then. But one sixtieth, not a 100%, not even half of it not all of it, one sixtieth. I think we can all do something. If you can do that, you should do that good work to care for one another. If someone is suffering and in need and you can take away one sixtieth of their pain, then that is goodness. And the call to help is from God. Can you? Can you do one sixtieth to help take away pain? I know you can. Because I know we can. And that one sixtieth, a single grain of salt, does work. And all of us gathered together does even more. I know we can because we are the salt of the earth Jesus brings about the best in us so that we can bring about the best in one another and bring about the best in the world we should follow the example of Jesus Christ not too little not too much just enough be the salt of the earth And don't lose our saltiness. Amen.